Folks, if you're liking what you're getting from 30MPC, the number one way you can support us is by subscribing to our newsletter. Every week, you only get two emails. On Monday, you get a content roll-up of everything that dropped last week. And on Fridays, I pick one topic and I personally write a deep dive on things like how to cold call, how to run a discovery call, or even how to hire an AE. So if you're liking what you're getting here, take two seconds, go to the show notes. You'll see a button to subscribe to our newsletter, or you can go to 30mpc.com backslash newsletter and do it there. We'll catch you soon. Cheers. One thing that is not true in sales is that the more you prepare for a sales call, the better it's going to go. Most salespeople prepare way too much for their sales calls. And even worse, they actually prep the wrong things that end up distracting them from running a good call. And so today I'm going to talk about the three things that you need to prepare for a sales call that you should be able to get done in under 10 minutes. Before we get into what you should be preparing, let's talk about the two biggest pitfalls that salespeople fall into when they're prepping for a sales call. The first is they feel like they need to know everything about their prospect and their prospect's business. So they'll spend a ton of time reading the company's 10K and stalking their prospect on LinkedIn and listening to four different podcast interviews that they did. And the problem with this is it actually, one, stifles your curiosity on the sales call, but two, your head's gonna get muddled and jumbled with all of this information as opposed to just getting to the problems that your product actually solves. Pitfall number two salespeople fall into is they neglect the game plan for the call. You should spend about equal amount of time preparing how you're going to run or manage the interaction as you do learning about your prospect and the business. So now that we know to avoid those pitfalls, let's talk about the three things that you should be researching or preparing before any sales call. Let's start by talking about knowing the person you're going to be meeting with. There's three types of information that I'm on the lookout for when I'm prepping for this call. Those three things are, I want to know what do they actually do in their job? I want to also understand what's their communication style like? And then three, I'm on the lookout for something that will give me an unfair advantage in this meeting. Let's start with what do they actually do in their job? Obviously, I need to know their job title because the way that I pitch to a director of ops will be different than how I pitch to a director of finance. So know the job title. And then underneath that, I want to understand what are their actual job responsibilities? And a ton of people will put this on their LinkedIn and their like description of themselves, what they actually do. They might put the tech that they use or the skills that they have. If they don't have it there, go Google a job description for director of operations at a law firm or at a healthcare company. And you should get a general sense of what that job entails. And then the last thing is I want to look at their job history. Have they worked at a bunch of places like this before? Or do they have a different background that's going to inform the way that I pitch my product? The next piece is I want to try to get a sense of what their style is like. And so I need to know where they're located because the way that I communicate with someone in Manhattan, New York is probably going to be different than someone who's in Midland, Texas. But then I also take this one step further while I'll give a quick skim of their social media to see like, do they lean a certain way politically? Are there things that I want to avoid in the meeting? And then if I can, I will listen in a podcast interview that they've done or a YouTube interview that they've done. I want to get a general sense of like, what are the types of words and phrases? they use? Do they talk really fast? Do they talk really slow? Because I'm likely going to take that into account when I'm having a conversation with them. And then the last piece here is I want to look for things that are going to give me an advantage in this meeting. And so for me, there's usually like three things that I'm looking for. I want to understand, hey, do we have mutual connections? I'll usually look on LinkedIn for this. Do I have someone that I know well that can reach out to this person before we meet and put in a good word? I might also look for is anywhere that they've worked somewhere that I've sold to before or somewhere 
that uses the product that I sell. And then if I can't find anything there, I'm also gonna look for something that we have in common that I can reference to try to build a connection. You know, if they really love yoga or cycling or wrestling, those are things that matter to me. Anything that can help us create a little bit of rapport to have just a little bit more of a connection and give me an advantage in this sales call. So that's understanding the human being that I'm looking for. And the advantage here is I know what I'm looking for in advance, so I can just hunt those things out. And so this shouldn't take me a ton of time. And that now lets me move into understanding the company that I'm about to meet with. There's three buckets of information that I'm looking for related to this company. The first is I wanna understand the past, the present, and the future related to these folks. Two, I need to understand how well do they match my current customer base? And then three, I should be developing a hypothesis or point of view on how what I sell is actually gonna help these folks. So let's start with my favorite, the past, the present, the future. The past. I need to understand, have we talked to this company before? Have we tried to sell to them before? Because if that's the case, I probably want to understand why they didn't buy. Two, I want to understand the present. What's going on in their world right now? And so I want to see, is there any news related to this company that might be factoring in to the product that I sell that I should be thinking about in how I pitch? And then three, I want to understand the future. What is going on in this customer's industry? Are there trends that I should be aware of that are going to impact the thing that I sell? The next piece is I want to understand how well they match my current customer base, because if they're an awesome match, I want to lean on that and reference some of our customers when I'm meeting with them. And so I'm looking for things like their size, their location, the industry that they're in. And if there aren't similarities, that's a big red flag that I might want to explore in the meeting with them. And then the last piece here is as I'm doing all of this research, I should be starting to form an early opinion on how what I sell is actually going to help these folks out. Let's talk about the last piece now, how I'm going to run the call. And so the way that I got to do this is I have to think about three things. One, what do I want to get out of this call? Two, what do they want to get out of this call? Three, how am I going to manage the 30 minute interaction that we have so that both of us leave with those first two things satisfied? So let's start with what you want to get out of the call. You should be thinking about before the meeting, what's your ideal next step? If this meeting goes perfectly, what happens next? But then two, you should be thinking about what sort of information do you want to pull out of this person and understand at the end of the meeting? And that might be things like, was your hypothesis around how your product could help them correct? What's their decision-making process going to look like? What other competitors are they looking at? Most first meetings almost always go the same way. And so if you get the same question on 10 sales calls in a row, you better be prepared to answer that question, maybe even proactively. And then also think about what are the expectations that this person has coming into this meeting? If they went on your website and they clicked the request a demo button, you should probably be prepared to at least show them some element of the product in that first meeting. And so then the last piece is you have to plan how you're going to structure the interaction to make sure you get what you want and they get what they want. And that can be as simple as saying, all right, I'm going to spend 10 minutes talking about their use case and the problems that they're looking to solve. I'm then going to spend 10 minutes giving them a, a preview into how I think we can help and answering some of the common questions they have. And then we're going to spend the last five minutes talking about where do we go from here? Yes, I know I intentionally structured only 25 minutes because you got to have a little bit of flex on your calls. That's it, folks. Thanks for watching. If you enjoyed this, how to prep for a sales call video, we've got some more around how you should be thinking about running your discovery calls and actually what to do when you're in the heat of battle of the call to make sure things go well. Go check those ones out and we'll see you on the next one.
Today's tip to optimize your sales day is brought to you by Boomerang. If you get an email and the action required on that email is going to take you less than two minutes to do, do it on the spot. It's not worth adding it to your to-do list, having to look at the item, remember what you need to do. That's going to take you more than two minutes anyway. So do it on the spot, get it off your plate. Now we documented our best templates and tips to help you optimize your sales day with our friends at Boomerang. And you can get that documentation for free at the link in the show notes. Today's deal acceleration cheat code is brought to you by Pipedrive, which is a CRM built by sellers for sellers. The best way to drive your pipeline forward is to every single day, pull up a list of all of your open opportunities and look at each opportunity by stage and think, what can I do today that will increase my likelihood of winning this deal? That's how you keep your ops moving forward in between meetings that you have on the calendar. Now we documented five cheat codes that can help you cut your sales cycle in half with Pipedrive. There's a link in the show notes to steal them.